This is Joy 99.7 FM. I would like to have your attention for a funeral announcement. Funeral arrangements for the late Mrs. Evelyn Frederick Aquino, Auntie Frida. Funeral Mass, 19th of January 2024, at 11 a.m. at the Osu Ebenezer Presbyterian Church. Interment at Gethsemane Memorial Gardens, Shiashi. That will be private. Dress code black. Final funeral rites will be at the Accra International Conference Center. Thanksgiving service on Sunday, the 21st of January 2024 at 9.30 a.m. at Osu Ebenezer Presbyterian Church. Dress code black and white. Celebration of life. Refreshment at the Accra International Conference Center. All friends and sympathizers are cordially invited. End of the announcement. We bring you joy on the airways. We bring you joy, lighting up your night. Cool your day. So when you feel start and what it means going forward into the tournament later today as well the host will be in action i'm talking about the you know the defending champion and not the host the defending champions senegal will be in action uh, together with cameroon who are uh, the next that the second most achieved side before ghana on the list of achieved sides in the africa cup of nations we'll be looking into all of those games and more right here on AFCON today, which is live on the Joy News Channel, the Joy Prime Channel, and also Joy 99.7 FM. Welcome to the show. We'll do a round of messages, and after that, we get straight into the conversations. can be so tiring, eh? having to shuffle between banks to make payments and waiting hours for payment confirmation. And worst of all, incurring avoidable costs due to payment delays. 
Charlie. But with EcoBank, making cargo payments has become super convenient through their digital self-service and in-branch channels. Sell smoothly with EcoBank and experience our one-stop payment solutions for all your cargo-related payments. Pay your customs duties and all levies, terminal handling and shipping line fees and enjoy smart financing solutions to support your cargo handling operations. Contact us on 0800-003-225 or walk into the nearest EcoBank branch to find out more. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. Are you looking for a residential football academy for your boys between the ages of 10 and 17 years where the boys will study in school and at the same time develop his football talent of becoming a professional footballer? Lego Hills Sports Academy offers a state-of-the-art secured hostel facility situated at Ajingano, East Lego Accra, with a dedicated caterer equipped with swimming pool, DSTV and comfortable student beds. Players of Lego Hills Sports Academy are led by UEFA Lansing's B and Cap Lance's A head coach. For more inquiries and information, call or send a WhatsApp message to Legon Hill Sports Academy on 024-86-12622 or email us at dkday at yahoo.com. Welcome joy sports team and bringing you afcon today over the next one hour as we do a review of the matches that were played at the weekend with specific focus on ghana and then of course look ahead to the big games to be played later today uh within the next 50 or so minutes we're going to have uh the defending champions start off the defense of their title and the question for them uh senegal is are they able to do a back-to-back -back win of the AFCON title. Well, it's on that note that I welcome the gentleman here into the studio. Uh, Fentu, good to see you and Achu. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to see you. Thank you, Nats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the World Cup stuff. Yes, later, we will. But we will. Um, Achu, uh, before we, we get down to it, let's just quickly go through uh, the moments again. Uh, yeah. from yesterday's game. Mm -hmm. It's very important in establishing uh, a few things, um, especially with, you know, Konig Stoffer, for instance, who was criticized very heavily by football fans for being in an offside position, being a professional footballer and playing in a league as advanced as he does. Let's quickly uh, do uh, the moments in yesterday's game between Ghana and Kivert, and then after that, we get down to the conversations. By him, as Kivert get us underway. And it has served them incredibly well. And it might serve them well here as well. That's a fine strike. Good save as well. But they can't clear the lines of at least the semi-final. That's six straight tournaments. 
good ball in for the middle for Semenyo against the post. Can you believe it? Spilled by Vazinha. Onto the head of Konigsdorfer. And somehow Kvert survived, but not for long. Super strike to bring Ghana level. What a hit. Ashimiru with it. And he goes over to the Black Stars fans to celebrate. And well, he might, because that was a super strike. Well, what a moment this was. Paintsill played it into Semenyu. Vazinha, he knew nothing about it, Konigsdorfer. And then the clearance from Logan Costa just wasn't good enough. And what about that for a hit? Clean as a whistle. Drilled into the bottom corner. Well, did that come off his arm? It's a question that may be asked. But let's enjoy the, the strike in any case. Look at that. This will be the angle. Well, Vazinha never saw it and he just and now they do go to the screen because as said I think that hit the arm of Konigsdorfer he's not happy with the goal he has ruled it out drama Cape Verde's lead survives trying to take the sting out of any confrontation between the two and they're still going pretty mild-mannered as present are you with the corner swung in and into the back of the net one of the most dangerous options in it comes from Ayu, and he just third round of fixtures in the group a little bit of hesitation in the back a chance into Kate down to win it oh calamity in the back for Ghana hesitation through the legs of Sally Sue it comes to Gary Rodriguez it Coach Chris Hutton says this is definitely a disappointing uh, performance. And then uh, Jordan Ayu also says uh, lack of experience on the part of most of the players is what created this scenario. Um, Achu, tell me something. What is wrong with the Black Stars team you saw yesterday? What is not wrong with the Black Stars team? <laughs> it's difficult to point to anything that gives you a glimmer of hope as far as this team is concerned. And for me, 
there are two sides of every football team. What they do when in possession, what they do when not in possession. So you look at the structure of the team and how the individual components work together to, see, to give you a semblance of an identity. You don't get any of that in the national team with the Black Stars. When the match starts, you look at the player's reaction. And, and that is independent of the structural or technical issues and how the team has been set up. Just the attitude and the way they go in for those duels. Those are things that you cannot coach. You either, that kind of attitude, giving everything for the crest, for the country, you either have it or you don't. It's not a coach that will have to come and teach you. But I felt yesterday the bigger problem was a team that had been sent out there without the adequate tactical preparation to deal with whatever problems that kid that could throw at them. And so in terms of what we did on the ball, you could tell that, yes, there was a 4-2-3-1 or 4-4-2, whatever it was, but there was a gulf between the central midfield and that attack. And Chris Hilton essentially asked one man, who, by the way, was making this AFCON debut for the Black Stars yesterday, to cover about a 60, right, about a 60-yard of space between the defense and then even the attack. So whenever Ghana attempted to press, they would play, they play through us easily. Their half-hearted press or whatever the Black Stars attempted was simply not good enough. When we're in possession, you could not see that this was a team that had been trained, right, to go out there and play in a clearly defined manner with the various components working together. So when do we start the attack? How do we start the attack? Which side of, our, of the team was Ghana's biggest strength? You did not see that. There were many people who questioned Baba Idris when, um, what's his name, Ashimiro Maji. But I sat down and I was thinking, if you look at the individual instructions given to these players and the way they reacted when not, out of when not in possession, these guys are not terrible. The problem, however, was that the defending itself was not synchronized. They have not been coached to deal with the way Kibvet played. And so one player makes an attempt to press. He gets the ball passed around him. They draw rings around him. He gives up. The next player is caught in two minds. He has inertia. Do I engage? Do I stay in position? Because he knows that his instruction is not to move out of shape. If he does, it triggers a chain of reaction, a chain reaction. And so the whole shape goes into disarray. And then the other players are caught in two minds. Do we also move forward? Because for every team, the arrangements that you see on the pitch are done such that the spaces afford them enough opportunity not to overexert themselves in case they have to engage and then win possession. Look at the spaces in between Ghana's players. Every time one player pressed and then the ball got knocked around him, it didn't look coached. It didn't look synchronized. It, you could not tell what exactly the team wanted to do. And in situations like that, players are going to look terrible. And at the end of the day, it circles back to the problem of coaching. In the nearly one year that Chris Hilton has been in charge of this 